deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Another week, another episode. You know how it goes, people. Come on. It's me, your boy, Eric Andre. And thanks for tuning in to another illustrious episode of Bombing, the podcast where I talk with friends, comedians, musicians, and other creative people about their worst moments on stage, absolutely tanking in front of a live audience. Our guest is another good friend, the phenomenal, hilarious Sarah Sherman, a.k.a. Sarah Squirm. She's on TV, and you can find her touring her show live and in the flesh we got to be in person and hang out as always please subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes every week rate it five stars and on apple podcast subscribe to big money players diamond to get an exclusive clip from my chat with squirm plus ad free episodes weekly let's get into it bombing bombing with eric andre okay so tell us your i even have i have a list Okay, yeah, tell us your bombing story. What's the worst you ever bombed on stage? Recently. Oh, no. Yes. No. I was doing a show at uh, University of Connecticut. Shout out. Were you headlining or opening? It was me and James Austin Johnson from SNL. Okay. Co-headlining. Okay. Because, l- listen, I'm just like you common people. I co-headline too. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't yeah, have to help me the Sarah show. Yeah, yeah. And, um... We were both supposed to do, I think, like 45 minutes, and it was parents' weekend at UConn, so it was like <laughs> also the parents like bringing the younger siblings, oh, so no. there were like 10-year-old, 11-year-old, oh, no. mommy, daddy. Why? Why do they, what do they want? Here's the thing. The job of the comedian, truly I believe this, if you're getting paid to do a show, just get her done. Yeah. Just, just, if I'm getting paid to do a show, it's like I'm a mechanic, yeah. Get fi- gotta fix the car. Okay, so if you're gonna, yeah. I know I'm weird. Yeah, but if you're a jazz musician and they want death metal, then don't don't. But it's like Dizzy if you're Gillespie. a jazz musician and you're hired to do Parents Weekend at UConn, just do parent, just do yeah. that. Yeah. And for some reason, I literally like okay, forty five minutes. 
So the so the host Jake Nordwin, really funny writer at SNL, was hosting the show. Okay. And he told a story where he was doing a stand-up show at Cornell, and he in the story he's bombing so hard at Cornell that somebody in the audience stands up and says, "We don't like this." <laughs> so he tells that story, and then he brings me up, and then I'm. Literally pin drop crickets silent bomb shelter blown out nuclear disaster Did zone silence bombing 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 like literally Hiroshima bombing 45 minutes <laughs> I'm 25 minutes into complete and total death deathly hollow silence and a kid in the back goes we don't like this oh no Everyone. so his story set up the kid in the the kid got to like slam dunk a call oh. back from the previous thing huge laughs. Oh, like literally standing ovation <laughs> laughter and I still had like 20 minutes to go and I didn't even have a good comeback like in the moment you always wish you could have a good comeback yeah. <laughs> like I think I just went like oh like ha oh. ha I went but I went like I just didn't have it it was such a like like shot in the face uh, like with I an AK-47 that I didn't I didn't have anything uh, and because you're had, all alone too no one's on your side at that point that's the amazing thing about SNL dude like I coming from stand up I've always been alone and then all of a sudden it's like wait a minute now I have a job where I'm with other people because you can bomb on SNL in a sketch but guess what you got like five other people with you on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you can spread the you can spread, spread the blame. Yeah. <laughs> or like you also can, you didn't write the sketch too, but your stand up you wrote, so it's I've extra I've written painful. sketches that have bombed, and then I've written <laughs> okay, sketches well, that right have then. bombed, and then it takes everyone down with me. But at least I don't have to go down alone. Yeah. But you look to your left, look to your right, and you go like, eh, sorry. Do you really have old school cue cards like from back in the day? Not a teleprompter. Like no, it's handwritten. Handwritten. Because so everything... the show it's it was it's a steampunk show. It's a steampunk show. They it's use technology from it's like te fifty years ago, it's and they just commit. Hooves to the pavement. <clears throat> it's literally. What is that? What, what the fuck does that mean? Hooves to the pavement. The steampunk. We're going hooves to the pavement locomotive style. <laughs> hooves to the pavement is crazy. Boots to the cobblestone steampunk. <laughs> okay. That's how we're going. We're so going wrong. old school. There's somebody that writes the... Because everything changes last minute. Like, you could be changing a joke Why until are they 45. changing? Who are they changing last minute for? So, who wants that change that last minute? Well, it could literally be like, we literally, because it's like live television it could be like oh we literally have to end the show in five minutes which means that you have to take 30 seconds out of your sketch so you're there doing like like jigsaw puzzle figuring out cutting shit out how to like condense sketches because you're like have to some some there was a really popular sketch this season called lisa from temecula that like che wrote on that like blew up when exploded went totally viral and it's really funny and they were live editing that sketch while it was happening no yes so, so the like cue they cards were, were changing, changing while, while yes why make it so stressful who what is the point of that stress it's live. who is that for yeah but for live that's like like me i'm the, addicted to live the terror why it doesn't need to be live either like, just pre-film it <laughs> why you should live, tell Lauren that. Selling something like, as live is like, that's steampunk too. Like, it's, it's live, baby. It's like, so, only sports need to be live. 
Nothing it, it, else. People nothing do else. watch SNL like it's sports. Like they'll be like, Sarah Sherman's having a flop of a season. I've been looking at her stats. She's in four sketches. You know, but what I mean? that's not healthy. Or, yeah. But there's no point to that stress. Just film it before. Film it the day before. Film it Friday, and then you have your Saturday off. Look what's happening. Look what's happening. Look what's happening. Do you I'm hear addic- me? Look at you. Look. I'm Eric Andre. I'm addicted to my phone. I'm addicted to Instagram. I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah. I go. Guess what? How about I take you back to the good old days of real live razzle dazzle lights <laughs> camera action show business, honey? This is showbiz. This isn't TikTok. Oh, watch me make a sandwich in my dirty kitchen. I'm no, just saying. This is, this is Hollywood. No, you this wouldn't is have really to be hard. rewriting the thing 30 seconds into the thing. You can I film must- Friday. Then Saturday, you have your whole weekend off. You can go for a little walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleep in. Take a load off. It's good. It's good because it's like, guess what? When you're, ah, ah, it's live. I have to rewrite everything. Ah, ah. Guess what? Guess what you're not doing? Thinking about how miserable your stupid little life is. That's <laughs> okay. Right. Ah. So you like the pressure of uh-huh. it you like the workaholism there was i had so i get really nervous and sometimes i like literally have to projectile puke like seconds before going on really stage. <laughs> yes i was like think, that I, I think i would be addicted to like xanax and booze if i worked on that show because it seems like unbelievable famously, pressure famously that happens <laughs> <laughs> most people are addicted to well it's not really and actually it's not the vibes at snl right now are not drugs which is interesting huh. if coffee's a drug honey then lock me Coffee up. Is drug, me Coffee is a drug. Coffee is a drug. You famously. Can't but be. I um what I am addicted to, the drug that I am addicted to from SNL is Zofran. Heroin. Oh. <laughs> it's, What's Zofran? It's like it like literally magically stops you from puking. Because I get nervous and I'm like, oh, I have to puke. <laughs> have you puke. really vomited fully before a show? Hundred percent. You're not. You're not embellishing. Not, uh, no, hundred percent. No like, puked hyperbole. My out. <laughs> I, oh yes. my god, that's hardcore. Well, because it's you like, seem very brave. You don't seem ever nervous when I see you perform. What are you talking about? I've never seen you get nervous before a performance. You actually are the person who called me out for my cope. Um, with nerves on stage is I will have like laughter dysmorphia and like literally people will be hooting and hollering and I won't hear it or something I'm like blacked body. out yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. then I'll start doing the thing on stage where I'm like why aren't you guys laughing at this you fucking idiots and then you literally yeah. after when I was opening for you on tour you were like dude stop saying you're bombing when yeah, you're not bombing yeah 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 you're like, people well, do that you're like, why are you giving people? Don't don't yeah, because then it psychs people out. Psychs the people out that are laughing. They're like, is she bombing? I, I was enjoying the ride, but now she's saying she's bombing. It just like unnecessarily hypnotizes them in the wrong direction. I think. And I liked what you said. I can't remember exactly what you said because I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you said something interesting. You were like, don't for one second let people think that you're not confident. Why would you do that? Yeah. You're confident. Yeah. You believe in yourself. Why are you even giving them like... Wow, I give good advice. It was like amazing. Wow. And then the whole rest of the tour, I was being good. Oh, shit. But I was just talking to my I was just talking to my fucking ass. You weren't That's even looking I, at me. You were talking to <laughs> yeah, JP. Face time. <laughs> you were on stage. You had your dick tucked between your legs. <laughs> but this drug that stops you from puking. Yeah. So I had to puke really badly. And I was doing a sketch with Pedro Pascal where like everyone the whole why is he so famous all of a sudden because I thought he was amazing in Narcos oh he's got a new show I guess oh the mushroom show but the show's anti-mushroom somebody told me 
Oh, because the evil guys are mushrooms? I haven't watched it, to be honest. Okay. He's but very he, attractive. He's very hot. And I think everybody's like, I think he's popping off right now because everyone's like, wait a minute, he's been slaying this whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, people are catching up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to people, you know, everyone always knows that Eric Andre slays. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Everybody, no one's, everybody's always saying Eric slays. Eric slays this. Eric slays that. I don't know if that's true, but I'll take it. I will take it. Now but, tell me more about bombing. Well, in the, hold on, I'll tell you this. Uh, okay. So in the sketch. Yeah. That I have to do with Pedro Pascal. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time people are saying crazy stuff to me. Yeah. And the whole sketch, all I do is go like, hey! And I'm like reacting with my mouth open like this, like, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then right before the sketch, I really had to puke my brains out. But I couldn't, so I took a Zofran, but it wasn't like the chewable, fast-acting kind. So I was like, fuck, I have to make this happen now. Oh, God. And so I chewed up this, like, <laughs> supposed to be... It was so disgusting. It was like, you know, you're supposed to swallow it or whatever. And it turned my tongue pure white. And the whole sketch, I'm supposed to be with my mouth open, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, I have to dye my tongue. So then I ate a bunch of candy. But I had to puke. So I'm like, down. Downing gummy bears like right before going on stage and if you watch the sketch um, my mouth is open the whole time like huh? and my tongue is just like bright orange so like a bright orange tongue these are this is i actually told this story to hamilton morris the other night and he, he didn't laugh was my big, that was my bomb <laughs> sometimes he's laughing inside i need to laugh so bad does yeah. that count as a social bomb yeah oh yeah i mean i have so many bombings keep, keep them coming this wasn't bombing, kind of, but I was opening for Sandler at those like giant. I couldn't imagine. Have you done a 15,000 person no, arena? No, I don't. I'm trying to think. Well, I have done festivals. Like I did Coachella sure. and some, and like beach, beach goth festival. And I did like. But those are outside, right? Uh, yeah, SoFi. I did like Eric Andre show live, but I've never done like. At Coachella, I just played the theremin with a dildo for Mac DeMarco for a song, <laughs> not stand-up. Beach Goth, I started trying to do stand-up, and like the crowd was like, like on 55 different drugs, so I just started, like I, I don't remember what, just crowd work and just screaming, and then I just got out of there. And then the other one was Eric Andrzejewski. I've never like had to do like half an hour or whatever for like that many. That sounds ins That sounds insane. It doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound possible. It, <laughs> like it's like comedy. Like it's impossible. It's it's the out outdoors. That just reminded me of another fucking bombing story. Jesus Christ! How many? I have like hundreds of bombs. It's like <laughs> yeah, everybody thousands. does. Everybody does. The outside one is just like comedy outside. You're literally Nightmare. you're dealing with. Oh, I'm getting heckled by the sun. Awesome. Yeah. The the God's greatest power. The yeah. sun. Yeah. 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 I opened for, do you know that band Black Midi? No. They're awesome. They're they're literally, I begged to open for them. They're like my favorite band. <laughs> okay. It was Central Park summer stage last year. <laughs> oh, shit. 95 degrees oh, out. Shit. Pure, pure <laughs> blinding sun. And they have a very young... Um, like fan base and it was like all ages and I'm like showing my poopy butthole videos and I'm like oh these 16 year olds don't need to see these poopy buttholes and I'm like feeling was like was that a bomb? it was a bomb and then a par and then my friend sent me a reddit thread that said yo check this out lol 
and sent me a Reddit thread that was like a video of my set at Summer Stage. Again, 95 degree heat, pure blazing sun. Yeah, yeah. Someone being like, Sarah Squirm, kill yourself. You suck. Oh, like, no. Why would your friend send that to you? Yeah, like literally send it to me like LOL. People always be doing that. Yeah, I think people think it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be like, great. You're well, like, you have this, this thing, my too, life. where people are like, you, you're you crazy. You're going to like this crazy thing someone said about you. Yeah. And then, yeah. someone, you know, someone sends me a YouTube comment that's like, Sarah Squirm, I'm going to come in your mouth until you explode <laughs> or something. It's like, I don't want to see that. No, people should not send that to you. That's fucking fucked up. But the, the outside is one thing. It's like, forget about it. But like. The inside stadium shows are like, because so much of my standup is just like I'm screaming in repetition, like, mm-hmm. abs- uh, and it's like absurdist noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it echoes like off the dome. <laughs> so I get, and then I was getting all confused because I would just hear myself back at me, and I'd be like, oh no, I don't like the sound of that. But it's really, it is fun because you're like, oh my god, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. It's fun. I don't think I've done a show like a fifth of that big. That's like for like the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Well, so so I opened for Sandler in Kansas City the day before the Super Bowl, but I guess the Kansas City team. Oh, God. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> the, the, the fucking Kansas City Bugles. The, the Bugles were not. The Super Bowl wasn't in Kansas City. It was somewhere else. Uh-huh. But like everybody showed up to Sandler show like in the Bugles. In the Chiefs in the, gear. In the yeah. Chiefs gear. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's Super Bowl weekend. I'll do like my big Super Bowl joke or whatever. Yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I literally think I said like the Super Bowl is this weekend. Honey, the only Super Bowl I care about is like the giant toilet bowl I'm gonna need to accommodate all the liquid shit I have <laughs> spewing out of my tiny little Jewish asshole from all the fucking Kansas City barbecue you guys uh-huh. have been feeding me. Some like awful joke. Or like the Super Bowl. I need a Super Bowl that's super big enough <laughs> for all my sh- the diarrhea coming out of my ass. Or whatever. Yeah. And so. Also, irony is not for the big, like, ironic, like a joke that's. This is what I've had to learn over twenty years the hard way. I, the The joke that's funny because it's ironically bad is not for the masses. And, and I I've kind of lost I've, track with that too. Where I'm I like, lose I, track with that all the time. Because I think, I think it's funny. Me too. Like, <laughs> Me too. Like literally, but like that's for the punk rockers. That's not for the masses because there's no. Like there's the irony doesn't translate. It Especially sucks. when it's when you're in a room that big, it's just set up, punchline, get in, yeah, get out. Yeah. It, you just it's so massive that the sound has to be simple. Yeah. The ideas shouldn't be that complicated. The rhythm has to be smooth. And it's like I'm just I was just beefing it. And so I said the Super Bowl joke and then the entire fifteen thousand people start going like Ooh. I thought it was booing because it would sounded like boo. But what was it? But it's um so I was like, ah, ah, I'm like Bobby for fucking oh, Adam no. Sandler, like the goat or whatever. But it's um their their chant is Chiefs. So I say like <laughs> I that was boo. I, so I was like, Super Bowl got my big Jewish ass, hairy ass <laughs> diarrhea. And then I just hear boo and I'm like, ah, ah. Was, they were saying Chiefs. <laughs> That is confusing. That is confusing. That's a strange thing. But he, like, literally, whatever, it's going to sound like I'm kissing, kissing his ass over here, but it's like, he tears 
in the giant stadiums. He rips a, it up. He rips it well, up. They love him. And he's a rock star. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. the guitar music. Yeah. He puts on like a show. And it's really fun. You're like, it's awesome to be in a room that big. And you're like, oh my God, all these people love Billy Madison. That's it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Would he ever do a Billy Madison 2? Why did he never do twos? He never does sequels. Because he's like got new ideas every day. Why is it always like a one-er? Are you, are you a sequel? Am I a sequel? Are you, are you Mr. Sequel? I don't have that guy's career. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm, I'm making 300 bucks a week over at Adult Swim Factory. <laughs> Um, well, uh, I think he like I, he just like has like a hundred new ideas a day. Like I even when I was Billy Madison's so good. I Billy know, Madison and Happy like, Gilmore are my two favorite ones. When I was opening for him, I did like two nights in a row, and his show he does he'll do two hours fully. Gosh, and there will be they will be different hours. It's crazy. It's he insane. has new shit it's constantly. It took me 17 years to write 45 minutes for my stand-up. <laughs> I have a good 10 minutes. I've been doing stand-up for 10 years. I have 10 minutes. Solid. <laughs> I know. That's I why it's like, it. I'm, I wish. I think when you're like rich, like, because what do you got to worry about? But I, I'm like. You, get, you have special doctors putting like blood, special bloods inside you and stuff like that. Oh, so you can just like go. So you can just do like four new hours a day. I'm not talking about Adam Sandler with this one, but there are people who've gotten a little too rich and their comedy has gotten... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> not good. Very bad. Well, the jokes have evaporated into thin yes. air. Yes. they gotten a little too comfortable. Oof. I've seen some very famous people's specials, like recent specials, a couple. Uh-huh. There was no jokes. It was like, what, what am I... What, what is this? It's like, it literally... Was insane. I'm the queen of not having jokes. So like <laughs> I'm one to talk, but it's like we got it's we got to be having a joke. Well, and it's like did they tour this material and it was doing well? Like how did they get to this material? This material's Well, what? That it, doesn't exist. They're just so exist. famous that people go goo goo gaga that yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, tell me more about bombing. Um, you're like you burnt through all your bombing stories already. You're no, like, no, this is great. I'm glad that you came prepared. Well, because I'm like, obviously, bombing is so painful, but I've done it literally every single day of my life. So I'm like, but I've never actually <laughs> sat. Your you having to come on this podcast, I like actually had to like literally develop consciousness around all my bombs and failures which is interesting like i was like right. oh yeah this is a good exercise to like sit down and actually meditate on all of my fucking catastrophic uh -huh. like i've bombed so hard that you hear the like like after a bomb in a movie when you just hear the like like ear like ringing. like tinnitus in your yeah. ear <laughs> <laughs> and everything's in slow motion like, uh, oh yeah. One time I was like, I was in, well, because I came up in the Midwest. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, baby. City Angels. What's the most wasted you ever been on stage? Oh, I. Have you ever um, been like trash OLED on stage? I like took, I can't do weed. Yeah. Ego death Same. makes me freak. Yeah, yeah. It's all, I had it's like. All, it's the worst of all the drugs. Literally, it's it's the most powerful drug known to man. It's the most powerful <laughs> drug and it's the worst one. It's a guaranteed bad trip every single time. 100%. I write that down, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I had two weed mints. Mints! Uh, no. Barely inedible. Uh -huh. Mints. Yeah, but the mints can be powerful. You don't have many mints. Blacked out for three days. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, full, like, Googling, am I having a heart attack for three days? And so I'm like, black out. Where were you in Chicago? I was in LA. Literally couldn't sleep for three days to the point where I made, I didn't have a car. I made my friends take me to Griffith Park at like midnight in the middle of the night so I could run around in circles to tucker myself out. Because I was like so jacked up. I was like wired. So I was like, okay, just take me to Griffith Park. I, well, it's hot. So I was like, just take me to Griffith Park. I'm going to run around in circles until I get tuckered out and then I'll finally be tired after three days. <laughs> and then I was running around and I heard the coyotes or whatever. That's what they are, right? Yeah, Coy yeah. And I heard, like, they're well, not going to. That's your story. But, uh, <laughs> what? They're in Griffith Park, right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They're all over they're my house. They're literally. And so I hear them, like, cackling or whatever. Oh, God. And I get so wigged out that it's like, great, now I was up for three more days. <laughs> and you did stand up in that? So then. In that state? I was like, okay, how do you're I come like, down? You're like, I got to go do a show right I was now. like, how do I come down from this? <laughs> I'll take Xanax, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But then the Xanax weirdly kind of makes me freaked. It uh, like cracks me out in a weird way where it makes huh. me anxious. Really? Yeah. And so I was like, I don't, I don't believe you. It makes me. I think because I'm like 
I'm like zonked, and then I'm like, what's happening? Why is it doing oh, it, makes it you to like me? Dopey. But it make then I get like I'm still then I'm anxious about how it's making me turn into like a doofus kind of. Uh-huh. Um, and so then I'm on, like, stand up is so physical. You're like you're reacting in the moment to how an audience is reacting right. to you. So your reflexes have to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm literally like, duh. <laughs> Wait, so uh, you, you were on a weed mint, no sleep, and then yeah. you took a Xanax, then you went on stage. And I was like, oh. Why didn't you do a show in that stand? Why didn't you just cancel Because I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> so you What show was this? It was like at the satellite or whatever, and I was like, like, <laughs> not... And like someone was like, there's like a Netflix exec, exec here. And I was like, duh. No. <laughs> and I think, and then I did this bit, like a guided meditation bit thing. But yeah. because I was like so like fried, I was like getting into my own meditation. I was kind of like losing the plot. Like I was kind of like, mm, this is Did you do well? No, of course not. <laughs> I'm like sweating. I saw pictures of me. There was like eyeliner dripping down my face. <laughs> I can't perform. I don't get freaked up anymore, but I can't perform freaked up. What does freaked up mean? Like Cracked stone? out, stone? zooted, <laughs> whacked. Up, freaked up. <laughs> You're like a narc from the 1950s. I am. Weed is bad. <laughs> we, we, it's the worst drug. It's the worst drug I've ever done. Lock her up. Weed. Lock her up. <laughs> Lady Jane. <laughs> All right. So you, you, came, you started in the Midwest, Chicago. So I've had like... You know, like me, I like me getting on stage and being like, I, I did a show in Ohio once, uh, like at in this island, that's uh, <laughs> like like literally what? in the middle of Lake Erie that you have to take a ferry to get really? to. Really, that's kind of like, cool. It's cool. It's like it's a party island. It's all full of, like parrot heads. And uh, everybody's okay. like a sunburnt like okay. Hawaiian shirt. Uh, I'm into it. And I was like, I'm Jewish. And someone went <laughs> Auschwitz, and I was like, Oh my <laughs> what? god, Auschwitz. I was literally like, again, I didn't have a good comeback, bro. Like, what but that's a crazy thing to ask for somebody to yell Auschwitz. I'm Jewish. Auschwitz. And I think I was like, yeah, very good. Yeah. Like, I was just like, and I'm just, good job. That's like a, a lot of my bombs just like, like not handling. Like I wish I had like, all, like, like that's all those clips that go viral online right now. It's like epic stand-up comedian, yeah, like yeah. totally destroys. Yeah, destroys. Heckler. Leaves one heckler. <laughs> dot dot dot. Speechless. He did a total fatality to this <laughs> dot 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 heckler. <laughs> pew pew pew. That just reminded me of another bomb. One time, my first paid stand-up gig. Yeah. I had a joke that was like. It was like about pubes or something. And there was like a rhetorical question set up that was like, why do you want women to be hairless? Like, so you could oil them up and send, send them down a toboggan shoot or something. Like, that was a joke. Not funny. It's okay. It's okay. It was, <laughs> okay. It was, it was, it was early. It was like, why do you want a hairless woman so you could oil them up and send them down a toboggan shoot or something like that? But the rhetorical question is like, why do you want a hairless woman or something? And like an old Irish guy was like at an Irish pub, literally six people in the audience or yeah. something like that. He was like, I was like, why do you want a hairless woman? He goes, because it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no comeback. No comeback. I was like, awesome. What am I supposed to say? I like, I'm like, all I have is like, okay, you're a pedophile. Like, I don't know what to say. You should have just like vibed out with them. I know, like I should have vibed. You guys that was a report. <laughs> Eric Andre.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Andre. What's the worst bomb you've ever seen that, that you weren't a part Ooh. of? That you just saw somebody going through some shit. I'm like, I don't want to name. I'm like trying to like. You, tell you can, you can, you can protect the innocent. You say, you call them Mr. or Mrs. A or B or something. Well, I hosted an open mic in Chicago for three years. That's, so what, that's like, what I want. I give mean, me, give me that. Give me I hosted gems. Cole's open mic. Yeah. Shout out yeah. my first comedy job ever. Coleman Bryce. Yes. He, the legend, paid me. That was my first comedy job. Was hosting an open mic at Cole's Bar in Chicago. How was that? Awesome. Me and Rebecca O'Neill hosted it, and we would put up like fifty comics a night. So it's like, honey, what haven't I seen? Do you remember a specific? Uh... Well, there was a guy tweaked out on drugs who wouldn't get off the stage, and he was screaming. Oh, that's cool. And so we had to like physically um, <laughs> attack. We had to phys- <laughs> we had to literally. I had to like call the bar guys to, like physically remove him oh, from the stage. Man. So I was like, bro, we got to get through fifty comics, and you're on stage for longer than four minutes, and I'm gonna have to physically remove you from the stage. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like tweaking. So that's cool. And then like one time, oh, um, there was this guy. There's because we would get weirdos. It was an open mic. Yeah. And I like all my shit. Like I'm just like such. You know, I'm not good. At, I'm not good at stand up. All my jokes are about being Jewish. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
No, this is what you're supposed to say. You're amazing at stand-up. You're amazing at stand-up. Thank I thought you were doing your shtick. So yeah, I was just doing my shtick. Just yeah. let, yeah, let, let her, her ride. Let tucker herself out. <laughs> but I had like a lot of jokes about being Jewish, and this guy gets up, and he was like, he was like, I don't mind that you're Jewish. I'd suck on it all night long. Like, I'd do something, you know, he was like, and I was like, you don't mind that I'm Jewish. You'd suck on it all night long or something like that. And he was like, I'd let you do whatever. I'd, I'd go freak mode on it. He said something crazy. <laughs> And everyone was like, oh. I don't buy that you're Jewish. <laughs> already like <laughs> off to the races. Uh, already shaky start. I'll suck on it all night long. Suck on what? Suck on your dick. I like can't remember what what the, he said something really good, but he went in like graphic detail about what it would be like to have sex with me. And as a stand up, that was his bit? That was his bit. And well he was he, w- he was a little bit of a one of the town characters. <laughs> So, and honestly, it didn't really bomb that bad. But he was like in graphic detail. Also, I can't remember if this is again. <laughs> he was one of the town characters. He was one of the town characters. And he was, I don't want to say one of his jokes on the podcast because it's like. he On needs, the pod? Cause, on the pod. Because it's like, I want him to have credit for this joke. And yeah. I don't want to just like say a joke out of turn that I don't uh, write. It, it doesn't matter. Just say it. It gives a fine. Is the guy still doing stand-up? I don't think he is. Well, he. He used to, he, I guess, was a... That man's name, Tom Segura. <laughs> <laughs> like, in my memory, uh, he he had a a joke that was like a riff on like, what is it? What is it? Puff Puff Pass? Yeah. But he was like in prison and he didn't have any teeth. And so he talked about being in prison and doing a slurp slurp pass with blowjobs. <laughs> okay, okay. And so... But it's like, again, this is not my joke. And yeah. I want all credit to him. Yeah. But it was like, right. he he said, and he would say that. He sounds cool. He was awesome. I mean, I let him, I let him go up <laughs> after he literally went on stage was like, I hate Jews, but <laughs> I'd, I'd freak and suck on you crazy. <laughs> I was like, all right. You're you were kind of into it. Yeah. You, you were like, whatever. <laughs> 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 you're, you're, like, thinking, what, you're like, what's your number? And he did. He had, he had no teeth. And that man's name, Dan. Your boyfriend. <laughs> and that man's name. That's how you met your my, boyfriend. My two words. My husband. <laughs> that is how you met Dan. <laughs> Literally. Oh, the 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 Detroit bomb. This is really good. Okay. Trumbull Should we the end on this? Is it already done? No, you're I don't know. bored. Um. No, okay. we can keep going. I'm down to whatever. No, no, no. Whatever this is you a want. good one. This is a good one. So it was like the punk house in Detroit. We were doing a DIY touring. We were doing like we were like playing with a bunch of noise people. So we were doing like DIY houses. Yeah. So Trumbleflex, the floor was dirt and it was like all crusty. So it was like more dogs there than people. <laughs> and literally, um, my friend Ruby McAllister, best comedian on the planet, was heckled by a candle. What do you mean? Um, a guy who is like tweaked out on crazy drugs. This is a drug. That's, that's what you call you call them a candle. He was tweaked out on crazy drugs, and he had a like candelabra candle lit, uh-huh. and he just like walked up to the stage, like right against the lip of the stage, and just held a candle, a lit <laughs> candle, <laughs> held a lit candle, just like in her face. <laughs> And she was like, oh, I'm literally getting heckled by a candle. And we all just like fucking bombed. And then there was like the whole show. There was a guy in the back of the venue scribbling on the wall. 
with crayons. And then there was a juggalo in the back of the house the whole time sitting there silently in full juggalo makeup. <laughs> and his name was Freshness. Shout out to Freshness, the juggalo in Detroit. He came correct. <laughs> he had a sequin fedora, full Whoa. juggalo face, Whoa. bowling shirt with like... um like magic eight balls on it that Whoa. had flames and he brought a little picture of me he drew a picture oh of me. he was like your first fan he right? was my first fan and yeah that's he, sick he drew a picture that's of me sweet. that said thank you sarah for bringing your sh- chicago comedy to oh so he was like a sweetie pie. he was a sweetie but oh. he he saw the the bomb <laughs> he saw, he saw the candle bomb he saw the candle bomb <laughs> Can you imagine how threatening fire? Well, this is Hell Trap. This is a yeah. Hell Trap. <laughs> oh, this is the Hell. This was the Hell Trap tour that you talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on tour with the show called Hell Trap Nightmare, and of course, if you're gonna do a show called Hell Trap Nightmare, you are going to be inviting Hell Trap Nightmare. <laughs> <into yourself. laughs> what was that tour like? It was awesome. We were like sleeping in the bathtub, literally like waking up every Everyone morning. Everyone had bed bugs. Everyone had bed bugs. We would like do shows in like people's living rooms, and then be like, "Hey, do you guys have a microphone?" And they'd be like, "No." <laughs> oh my god. We were like sleeping so in barns. So you were like crust punk as fuck. It was, it was awesome. like squatter. It was like squatter comedy. It was literally squatters rights <laughs> the squatters rights tour and i was like doing my i'd be like so were, i'm jewish <laughs> were you guys eating like bread sandwiches we would like <laughs> literally eat mcdonald's every morning and then be like why do we feel sick any bugles we eat wawa get an iced coffee from wawa <laughs> no nutrients in your body the whole tour the whole tour we would do like it was i mean it was legitimately awesome because we'd be like we do like a show in Pittsburgh with these performance artists who literally played a scarf as an instrument. <laughs> it was a scarf. Weren't we going to go see the residents' 50 year anniversary it in New Orleans? Oh, no, it I passed bought, already? It was in Manhattan. But I thought I, we I were going to go. I literally texted you. I got his tickets, but then it, I had work, so we couldn't go. Uh, Wait, you weren't we even in town. It. It wasn't, but but uh, I'm sure they have more. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll wait for their 70th anniversary. <laughs> oh, dude, we missed it. Oh, man. What? You, you got to invite me to stuff, man. I don't I know. I just sit in my apartment and I stare at the wall. I buy, literally, every single time I do anything, I buy one ticket for me, one ticket for Dan, one ticket for Eric, and then I can never go. <laughs> That's not true. That's the go. farthest from the truth. Every day you're like, I'm at the Knicks game. I go, thanks for the I've been to two Knicks games. <laughs> every single day you go, I'm at the Knicks game. Oh, I went to Gary. Newman without you that's what I did yeah I'm very I'm still upset I the podcast would be twice as long if you didn't do that to me that's why I'm cutting it short no this is actually the longest episode (laughs) we've had because you're like I'm hungry my allergies hurt I gotta go home thanks for coming how do you want to end this I want to think of like a really good bomb one time one time I opened up for a metal band Oh, yeah. And I really bombed. Yeah. But I like doing those shows. Like, Black Midi, please have me open up for you again, even though I talked about how I bombed opening for you. Please, seriously, I love you guys. You're the best band ever. <laughs> that was on me when I, when I bombed. Well, because my bombs are huge because I literally show videos of poopy buttholes. Yeah. And I was, like, showing videos of poopy buttholes and this. All right, you already told that story. No, it's a new one. <laughs> and I was opening for this metal band, and this guy went, fuck you, no. you suck. <laughs> And everyone's like, yeah! Are you serious? Yeah, and then the headliner band that got on, this punk band Meat Wave, who is awesome, was like, to whoever said, like, they got on stage and they're like, whoever said Sarah Squirm, you suck, fuck you! Oh, that's and sweet. They all like, yeah, and then they played cool music. That's sweet. That's rough. Fuck <laughs> you, you suck. <laughs>
<laughs> you haven't had that? Yeah, but I've only opened up for bands maybe once or twice and immediately realized it was bad and to like never do it. I played You're a, like the played an outdoor fest played an outdoor festival. That. I'd rather be in the perfect environment for stand up and yeah. create a bunch of chaos yeah. than be in a chaotic environment and try to keep up. It's yeah. way higher stakes to go to the Laugh Factory yes. or the Comedy Store and throw shit all over the stage and jump in the audience mm -hmm. and be crazy because you're subverting the convention. If you're already in an environment that's already punk rock, there's kind of nowhere to go. Sure. So, yeah, I'd rather be like punk rock in the traditional environment than and like i'd rather be a masochist and go into <laughs> a no-win situation i've been fail a, i've been in a million miserably. of them <laughs> i've been in a million of those but uh i no longer have the strength i can't even do a regular show I'm anymore the balls. i can't read and i can't do a regular show <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> I came true. out of quarantine like a different. I drank so much in quarantine that I came out. You had to read different. all those cocktail books. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I, I, I would read through those like crazy. Yeah. Th Any other? This book? was reading through a cocktail list. Ingredient: one cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> you You're always like asking me like, what am I supposed to think of like? Um, the conflict in the Middle East and I'll send you an, I'm like oh no, thanks for the question here's uh, an article yawn. about it I send you an article you go can't read this yeah. I don't know why'd you ask yeah no well also I'm on my phone already so I'm already distracted <laughs> I'm gonna stop down from Instagram to read like some grueling grim history of you on Instagram like yeah Sarah Squirm Love ya. Love you lots. Give it up to God. <laughs> Good night. And I'll tell you where you didn't bomb this podcast. You're Yo! great. <laughs> with Eric Andre. Bombing with Eric Andre is brought to you by Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network and iHeart Podcast. Executive produced by Han Sani, Olivia Aguilar, edited and sound designed by Andy Harris, and our art is by Dylan Vanderberg. If you want to confess to your own bombing moments or give us a shout out, go rate us five stars and drop a review on your podcast app of choice. Write about your own stories of bombing at life. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can also subscribe to Big Money Players Diamond to get exclusive bonus content with every episode and listen to all my episodes ad-free. The guests on Bombing with Eric Andre were recorded before the SAG after strike. I'm innocent, I swear. Bye-bye. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.